Claudia, and we're just two ladies talking about ladies. We wanted to create a safe space for women to voice their opinions on various topics about life and share their stories. We hope you enjoy this episode, and thanks for hanging. Welcome back. Um, we have an extra special guest tonight, my mom, <laughs> Nicole. Thank you. She, she's very special. She has taught me a lot growing up and watching her and my dad grow together over the years and watching their relationship and how at the end of the day, they're pretty much best friends and it's just a really beautiful thing to watch. So I thought she'd be a great person to come on and talk to us about relationships. So you want to say hi? <laughs> Hello, my dear. Thank you very much. I might cry after that intro. I'm glad that you were paying attention and that we were a good influence because you question yourself sometimes as a mom, as, as an adult. That's good to hear. <laughs> Our little uh, Rita baby is making a little appearance. She's a tiny little peanut, and I'm obsessed with her. <laughs> what kind of dog is she? A, uh, she's a Boston Terrier. Oh, she's a, a little Boston tiny Boston Terrier. <laughs> oh, I just don't know dogs that well then. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Nicole, thank you so much for joining us today. We're really excited to talk to you um, and really learn about your experience and get your insight on relationships and how they work and how you've made it work and what they mean to you. Well, I'm happy to join you and answer your questions. And I just want to say up front that the two of you are doing a great job in your relationships from what I can see. So (laughs) I'd have to say. We try. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I that's a good place to start. I think uh, talking about like how when you and Dad met, there definitely was a lot more pressure. I feel like on women to just like get married and have children and followed that kind of path. And um, I think that Crystal and I are very lucky to have a little bit more space to like grow and become like full humans before we like start I mean, crystal's engaged though so crystal's also a feel like a full human so i uh, thank you congratulations crystal uh, um thank yeah you. i mean so maybe i'm doing i did it reverse of how you're doing it but yeah it was just always what you did i mean i don't think i ever didn't have someone in my life except for maybe three months since I was like 15, which is sad. I've always wished that I had time on my own to experience like being an adult on your own and supporting yourself, et cetera, which is one thing I always said to the kids, Mm -hmm. but it's not bad. I always, you know, everybody always wants to do what they're not doing or wants straight hair when they have curly hair or big boobs when they have no boobs, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to say that either way is correct. I think you can grow either way. I definitely yeah. have after yeah. 30 years with the same person. <laughs> so yeah, that's crazy. <clears throat> 30 years is such a long time. And I mean, like I said in my little intro, I definitely have like watched you grow as a human and gain more confidence and strength and, you know, become very individual, even within your relationship with dad, you're very yourself. And I can see that even though maybe getting married young and having kids young could have halted you from growing in a way, especially from my perspective of the world, which we've made pretty clear on this podcast already, I think. And But I think that you have definitely found that space. And I think maybe dad helps a little bit too. I definitely think that, you know, being in my relationship, I've grown a lot and learned a lot about myself. So I guess we're wondering, like, do you think dad taught you things about yourself or like reflected things about you that you have grown from? I think so. I mean, 
I have to say that I probably, the first part of our marriage and when we were younger with kids and everything was just nuts. I didn't think much about that, but like 40 and on, I have enjoyed so much. I've learned so much. I do know what I like to do. I do realize that if you tell me, no, you cannot do that, I'll do it. And I'll (laughs) prove to you that I can do it. And that's one thing. Like your father is more of a, eh, if you can't, don't, don't worry about it. Just, you know, like even putting contacts in my eyes, he was like, eh, if you can't do it, just give up. And I was like, no, I'm going to get these damn things in my eye. But I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like I was looking at your questions and I'm thinking about like life and it's, it's just all crazy that you can actually spend 30 years with somebody and still like them and like them even more today than that was one thing throughout the years. I probably loved him more and more each year that we were together. Mm-hmm. Um, Aww, that's so sweet. No, we were, we were good friends, but we we're even more and more. We're best friends now. Like we couldn't, mm-hmm. you know, we bounce things off of each other. We talk about things over and over and over again until it's just like, you can't even talk about it anymore. But uh, yeah, it's interesting because even through COVID, I'm like, we've had each other. So it's not been too crazy. Mm-hmm. And we've enjoyed going and watching sunsets and having dinner at the river and walking and talking. And but it's not all perfect. No. As we all know. <laughs> it's not all 100 percent, you know, happiness. And that's the thing. A lot of people, the other, like, like, look at you guys, you're happy. You have somebody. There are so many people in the world who have no one, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's sad. And then they try so hard and it's, I, it's, it's, it's awful, but yeah. a relationship is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Cause you got to put up with their stuff. They got to put up with your stuff. Yeah. I feel like that's something that you prepared me for with life was, that well one thing that you definitely taught me throughout the years is cool to um be independent and not depend on a guy which I can like feel Joe laughing in the other room anytime I say I'm independent he's just like you would not be living the quality of life you're living if you didn't have me I'm like you're right, but I am still independent. My mom made me this way. <laughs> well, I mean, that means a lot of different things, I think. I mean, yeah. I've probably the same way. I mean, your father's income. Mm-hmm. I mean, I took care of my kids. I was able to stay home with them, but his, you know, I mean, so financially, yeah, I kind of depended on him right from the beginning. But now in my 50s, <laughs> I'm holding up my, yes, (laughs) which is kind of crazy, but yeah, it's nuts. We were looking at videos from when you were a baby and like your birthday parties, because 4th of July, we'd have the big parties and there is a lot of couples there. And we were looking at that and not one of those couples is together anymore, which is crazy to me. I'm talking like eight, nine different couples that we used to hang out with who had kids when you were little and they'd all come over here. I, um, yeah, I, Crystal's, uh, parents are divorced. So she definitely has a different, uh, upbringing, I guess, like a different, like, uh, I can't think of the word. Uh, okay, good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a good thing to to bring up as far as relationships go. Um, my parents uh, specifically were high school sweethearts. They, I believe, were married at 18. My dad was a Navy SEAL in the military. So, I mean, the timeline when you don't include their age, uh, it makes sense. So like they were together for four years, they got married, then two years into their marriage, they had me. But uh, when you put in their age, though, they had me at 20, which is 
mind-boggling <laughs> to me. I cannot imagine having a five-year-old right now. <laughs> I have two cats and already. That's <laughs> <up>. <laughs> so, <laughs> and they're pretty uh, self-sufficient. Um, but if you think about just the way that humans grow and develop over time, I think that when they were initially together and they were in love, um, they were one person, you know, one version of themselves. And then as you grow older, you just become a different version of yourself. So I think, you know, it was a gradual thing. My parents, um, I don't think they have anything negative to say about each other today. Um, but you know, that it happens and you can't, uh, you can't blame Mm-mm. one another in a situation no. like that because it's just, it's part of life and people grow and change and, you know, relationships are constant. And at the end of the day, happiness counts. And if you're not happy with somebody, and I've said that from day one, when we go back to way back to a past relationship, when his brother and wife were getting divorced, I think I was the only one in the crowd that was like, if they're not happy, they shouldn't be together. They should go and find happiness in life because it's it'll destroy your kids if you're not happy. Mm-hmm. And why stay together for for what? I mean, what are you going to stay together for if you don't love each other? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, both my parents remarried and they are both very yeah. happy. And so them, see, so. if they hadn't, they wouldn't maybe have had such a happy life. And a, yeah. and they know. got the best thing out of it, obviously. They got you. And then they're like, all right, we've just created like an amazing thing. <laughs> we can't do anything else from here. So <laughs> you know, they just they Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they had me and they were like, well, it's not gonna get any better. And my parents had me and they're like, ah, geez, uh, we gotta stay together to get this monster into the world somehow. <laughs> it's like probably the hardest job you'll ever have is being a parent oh yeah that's for sure yeah Yeah, but i'll tell you what yeah you me and claudia both our faces you were like yeah "Ah." we're like no yeah that's a while if we're lucky oh that's so funny that's i'm excited about it though well the only thing is that your little baby will nobody will ever love you as much as that child it's nuts it like almost it hurts <laughs> except for your puppy your puppy might love you just as much right maybe a little bit more <laughs> <laughs> yeah I um I guess we'll go into like some of our questions I think that you brought up like a past relationship which I don't know if you want to talk about but <laughs> I feel like my narrative of relationships growing up like my idea of what a relationship should and shouldn't be has come out of stories about your past relationships I know like I mean Tanti has definitely said a lot (laughs) she's taught me a lot too but I think when it comes to what I look for in a partner you I mean I guess I'll give dad some credit too (laughs) really you have instilled a lot of things that I think people would think are picky or like, you know, hard to find, but that's why I was single for so long because nothing was good enough because I was comparing it to you and dad. And it was a little, you know, something up there to get to. And, um, set the bar high. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Even though like I growing up, you guys would like fight and stuff and I would witness it but then I would also watch you guys make up and kiss like at the end of the night and say good night and give a hug and don't go to bed angry and you know say you love you before you leave the house things like that that I think I look for in a relationship that's the kind of support and mutual respect that I was looking for too never hold a grudge Mm mm-mm that's for sure. It's not worth it. It'll tear you apart and it'll tear the other person apart too. Mm. So, I mean, <clears throat> I, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, I mean, patience is a big, 
thing of thinking about you, what your response is going to be like do you want to get upset at what maybe they're just having a moment and if you get upset it's going to create a bigger moment mm-hmm. to blow up I mean of course I'm telling you all this do I practice it all the time no because <laughs> it's hard not yeah it's hard to keep your mouth shut sometimes <laughs> right Rita <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was looking at some, you know, you ask about how your children and intimacy. I was like, do you really want me to talk about that? I I couldn't. Emotional intimacy? Yeah, that was Crystal's question. And I was like, I don't want to, even though, like, if we're being honest, like, I'm going to know way too much already. (laughs) No, I really did mean emotional intimacy in the fact that. You know, I'll give an example, like staying interested in each other's lives, um, you know, sitting down for like a nice dinner every once in a while, Mm. you know, separating, spending time, just the two of you, you know, stuff like that. I consider that intimacy. (laughs) Our minds go directly into sex. (laughs) That's where where I went. And it was tough. That's my mama. But we can focus on the emotional aspect instead <laughs> for Claudia's sake. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, we didn't have, I, I think like in my thirties, I don't even really remember most of it. It was really a crazy time. Two kids. We always like struggled financially. Like any fights we had was basically about sex and money put it that way but you know we didn't go out that much even in our 30s we didn't have many friends that we hung hung out with um but as we got older we started going away for weekends and spending time just the two of us or just even going out for a night and being able just to talk the two of us as we got older we started liking to do more things like walking and maybe kayaking once in a blue moon or (laughs) hiking or having more, we had more friends and oh my goodness, I'm sorry, this dog, (laughs) you just keep it going somehow. And sometimes you sit and there's nothing to talk about at all. (laughs) And you just look at each other and you're like, hmm. And then you go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite show. But I mean, there's always something keeping us going. We also have our parents and sisters and relatives around us. So there's always a lot going on, Mm -hmm. even if it's not in our household. So it's never boring, Mm -hmm. but uh, intimacy sometimes can be a challenge, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) is that the dog? (laughs) I, uh, I kind of wanted to just because I just interrupted you, which is um, just like a trademark of mine. <laughs> Let's do it. <clears throat> I uh, I was thinking the other day about you coming on and relationships, and we do want to like more like focus on like you and dad, but just you and I also have a relationship, obviously. And I was thinking about the time we tried to work together. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that's funny because I was thinking the same thing. You have relationships with coworkers. You have relationships with, you know, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Friend. So, but yeah, that was a great one. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'll tell you a little story, Crystal. I don't know if I've told you this before. I don't think so. So my mom needed help at the office and I needed a job. And so we made this whole plan that I was going to come in and I was going to, she was going to show me what the job was and I was just going to have the job because it's my mom. And I was like, like 10, maybe 20 minutes late to the office. Oh my God. Started off really well. (laughs) And then I walked in and she started showing me how to do things. I honestly don't even know what happened, but like I was there for five minutes at the end of five minutes, we got into a fight. <laughs> I just left. <laughs> I was like, I'm not working with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. 
but like I consider my mom to be like one of my best friends and it was just like a funny moment where it was like oh there is a level of how much (laughs) I remember that very vividly it was pretty funny you started questioning everything I said and I was like that's it and you left and I'm like see ya (laughs) don't come back (laughs) that's really funny though because different uh different relationship dynamics can have very different outcomes. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I mean, just like me working with my mom, it's like bread and butter. It's just so smooth. Um, <laughs> well, for most things, like, so like any, anything around the house, we got it. Like construction, cleaning, uh, anything. We got that. But I cannot for the life of me drive with my mother (laughs) she is just so bad at giving directions like when I was learning how to drive when I was you know like 16 she like we would be screaming in the car because I'm panicking because instead of giving like a clear okay crystal at you know the light up ahead please make a left no it was like go that way go that way we're in the intersection (laughs) so it was like so chaotic so I think I went driving with my mom twice but then uh I went with my dad and it was such a totally different experience like it was so calm and relaxing (laughs) so it's just funny like different people in your life you can work really well in certain scenarios and then it just takes like one trigger and you're like, nope, it doesn't work. <laughs> you know, what? it must be a driving thing with moms because Olivia, she was like, no way. She, she, she hates driving with me. I and I hate like driving with Claudia. So, oh my God. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've seen Claudia drive. No. I, I agree with you. <laughs> oh my God. Nerve wracking. It's not that. No, it is that bad. I've been getting better. I've gotten better. I, after I got those two tickets, I was like, all right, I got to reel this in. I'm driving a machine. (laughs) Be a bit better at this. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. All righty. We're back from our little break. So we were talking about, yes, a little intermission. Um, before we had to restart the Zoom, uh, we were talking about how you guys have uh, remained intimate. <laughs> Your relationship. Emotionally. Emotionally intimate <laughs> and sexually, I guess. Like, you are humans. Like, I'm not a baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I'm wondering... Um, before you guys got married, how, how was your relationship? How did it start? Like, where did the foundation for it come from? There probably just, I don't even know if there was much of a foundation. It just kind of like melded together. I, it was crazy the way it happened. Like I had a relationship for five years and it was kind of, you know, I mean, I love that guy a lot. Did he love me? I'm not really sure. Was he cheated a lot? I, you know, it was just a crazy relationship. And it took me a while to break away from him, even though I had met your father and he was in my life and he was great. Like I left him once or twice to go back to the other guy. But the last time I remember I went to him and the other guy and he hugged me and there was absolutely nothing there, which I realized there's like a fine line between love and I'm going to say dislike or hate, Mm -hmm. but your dad was very persistent, always wanted to be with me, always wanted to do things with me, put me up on a pedestal, treated me like I hadn't been treated in forever, probably. And I was like, Hmm, I think that's the kind of way, the, the way that I want my life to kind of go. Like -hmm. I want to be happy and be treated nicely and be loved and someone who wants to do things with me and want to be with me. So we just started dating and it was tough. I mean, he knows it too. In the beginning, for me to like let go of the past and move forward, it took a while. But I mean, we just kind of 
grew and grew and grew. And like I said, years went every year. I loved him more and more. Mm-hmm. He was just more and more special and just proved himself as a husband, as a father, as a provider, as I mean, he was wonderful to my family. I mean, you don't really, that's hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to like accept each other's families. That was tough too. But um, yeah, I mean, so I guess my thing is don't give up. Mm-hmm. Like if you see something good in somebody, I mean, there's probably a lot more good beyond that. And it might come slowly, but it, when it comes, it's like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. You know, what if I missed out on that? What if I was like, hmm, yeah, nah, I don't like you because you have a unibrow or, you know, whatever. Yeah, so. I think that, um, you know, the growing up, I learned about your relationships, obviously. <laughs> and, um, you know, that one before dad definitely was like a toxic situation. And I think by you being so open about being in a toxic relationship and being so wise on the other side to like know how to communicate to me what is toxic without being like overbearing or like stepping in too much and just being like a friend and being like you know if someone's treating you this way that's not okay this is what you need to look for in a person and I think when I did find myself in a toxic situation I was able to get out of it fast and turn around and step out of it because I had your guidance on what to look for and what not to look for. And I saw the red flags faster than other people have and are, you know, unlucky to have to go through lessons with a toxic person or something to get to that wisdom that you kind of just laid out on a platter for me. (laughs) You're like, here you go. This is what I learned. Take it. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was tough. Like I said, I, I, it was heartbreaking at the end of that. It was just heart. It was heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. And once you get your heart stepped on and smushed, you don't want to go through it again. Yeah. So, I mean, but I was lucky enough to meet somebody who was kind of in a point in his life where he thought he was never going to meet someone that he could spend the rest of his life with and was kind of falling into a little bit of a depression I think yeah and then he'll always say and this is what I mean like put you up on a pedestal I can't believe I ever found somebody like you to this day to the this best day thing that ever happened to me in my entire life was you girls and your mom <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm so lucky I mean I I just I don't know how I He's just a good person. But you know what? His father was probably like that. And he got a lot from him. Mm -hmm. So that was good. You just got to know what you want to put up with and what you don't want to put up with. I think. And who the heck knows that when you're 20 years old? (laughs) Exactly. No. (laughs) I mean, it's very, uh, it's very like wise and worldly. I, and I feel like also, um, I don't know if it, it has to do with, kind of like the culture that we live in today but I think there's a lot of serious anxiety and depression around being alone and not having you know that other person um but I feel like at the same time you know everybody wants to find somebody special to share all those moments with and share life with but I feel like there's a lack of self-love and I think that's a crucial part of having a, a healthy relationship with another person. For sure. Um, I feel like those people that are afraid to be by themselves and don't like, you know, the thoughts that come or they don't like the feeling of being alone. I feel like those might be the people that need it most. So do you have any, uh, I guess, recommendations or advice for people who haven't, you know, found that other person in their lives yet? Well, I remember saying something to someone recently. If you're looking, I mean, I think that a lot of girls, men, everybody, they are looking at the package, right? 
what you see first. Sometimes that's not the best way to go. I've, I remember telling one of Claudia's friends once that she needs to look at the nerdy boys because you know what? They turn into the most amazing men and they grow into these kind of very handsome, smart, really well-rounded men. And you got to give people a chance. So I would say trying to give people a chance, not just based on maybe their job, their looks, everything, you know, I mean, maybe there's something, maybe they make you laugh because laughter is very important. Mm -hmm. But he makes you laugh. You might want to kind of get to know them a little bit better. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But that's funny because Sean, Joe and dad are all nerds. (laughs) (laughs) And I think they're all hilarious. Yeah, it's interesting how maybe even just like having to go through growing up because I do think that growing up with watching your family, building relationships with friends, you know, learning your way in the world really like sets you up a bit to mm, grow one way or another. And I think that, um, you know, these quote unquote nerd boys (laughs) that we love so much. (laughs) I feel like they just were like, you know, misunderstood men growing up and they just have big hearts and I'm speaking directly about our boys (laughs) and how, you know, they're emotional and they're, they're giving and they don't really take very much. And it's just a very beautiful thing to find in another person. You know, even in same-sex couples too, and where you can only speak to heterosexual couples, unfortunately, because we are three straight ladies, but <laughs> that's our generalization. Well, love is love, so. Yeah. What we're saying tonight applies to anybody. Yeah. And nerdy boys can be, you know, just a placeholder for anything you want to put in there. Soft girls, you know, we love a good soft girl. Uh, <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Just like a sensitive. I just feel like I, I'm a soft girl, but not, I'm not, I know that I'm not. I just, I cottage core maybe. You're like a pillow with like a reason <laughs> <in> somewhere. <laughs> I'm like a porcupine pillow. <laughs> you just have to deal with the spikes to get the squish. <laughs> like really cute to light, but you don't want to touch. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just so crazy that you've been with someone for so long. It's just like, and to think that like, grandma and grandpa have been together for so that's just insane and I guess having their relationship to look up to or you know just the fact that they are sticking it out (laughs) yeah I mean and you're both sides your dad's parents also and and you know and I've watched my parents have rough patches in their life and your father has told me about his parents having rough patches in their life, but they work through it. I don't, I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We, we've been pretty lucky that I don't know if it's luck, but most, most of our rough patches are like losing people or deaths or grandparents or parents or whatever that we've had to work through, which is interesting. Cause I was thinking, I used to work for that artist and we used to do trade shows. And one time at a trade show, we were young, 18, 19. We met this woman who was next to us. She was a stained glass artist and she was getting divorced and she was young. And she said that their marriage was strong and they loved each other so much. But what happened was his parents got sick and he started losing people in his life and, and her grandmother was sick and she lost her and their relationship couldn't endure the deaths and the loss like they couldn't get through it together which was interesting and I always remembered that I mean I was young when she told us that but you you gotta yeah I mean look at you have to get through these things and it's easier to get through it with somebody who's understanding and helpful I guess yeah 
because you just never know what's around the corner. You know, those were, those were tough. Your father lost his father. My grandmother was very important in my life. My sister mm-hmm. with her boyfriend. Do you think that time, cause I know like there have been periods of time where it seems like it's a bunch of people. We lost a bunch of people at once, you know, like with Poppy and ma'am and it kind of happened really close to each other. And then uncle Dave got sick. And like, that was definitely like a, a long period of time where I feel like we were losing people. Do you think that going through those early in your marriage, like helped strengthen moving forward? Like, how did you guys, like, how did you guys keep your relationship together while dealing with so many things? Well, that was okay. So the first thing was when I was 30 and I was diagnosed with MS. Mm -hmm. So previous to that, your father thought I was a hypochondriac and like, I was always tired. I was always sick. I was always, I had no energy. I didn't want to do anything. And things were really rough. Like we were kind of like moving apart because there was no reason. I didn't know why. And then as soon as I was diagnosed, I was like, you know, we're both like, what is this disease? We started figuring it out together. And I'll tell you what, it changed like that. Like he understood what I was going through. Um, He was, you know, it just strengthened our relationship 100%. And, you know, that was a big thing. That was a big thing in our life. And Mm -hmm. then after that, we, you know, children and then I don't know. I think it definitely, because we were there for each other, we, you know, helped each other through each one of those things. Cause that was kind of like, for me, I'm, I'm not going to complain about that because I've done very well in life with that disease. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just saying that it definitely put things into perspective. Like you have to have a little patience with people. There might be a reason why they're tired or sad or you know whatever mm-hmm. you know I don't I don't even know what to say they just those things you work through together we would sit downstairs he would smoke whatever I would smoke <laughs> a cigarette and we would just talk about it every night for the longest time and just go over it and over it and over it and just work through it mm-hmm. and so I think that's how we got through things Loss sometimes puts perspective into a life. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, I think those are really important moments to share together. And like you said, I feel like it's important to try to put yourself in the other person's shoes and try to feel what they're going through. And um, sometimes it's also you know, you don't have to try to fix nope. it. Sometimes people just need somebody to sit there, you know, on the kitchen floor with them and cry it out or just like those moments I think are really important. Yep. They even though they can be sad, they're also beautiful in certain mm-hmm. ways. No, I agree with that one hundred percent. That's the importance of a relationship. But you know, I was gonna touch on something else when you were talking about um people wanting relationships and not being able to find things. I feel like in your, in the depression, everything that you were bringing up before Mm -hmm. with women, it, it makes it like breaks my heart to see them go out and do things or act certain ways to try and attract people. And Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, it's sad that ladies have to do that. You know, why do you have to be sexual When you don't even know the person or, you know, do things that you're like, oh, the next day they're going to call me. And then they don't. I mean, imagine going through that over and over again and how that affects you mentally and and brings you down. Yeah. And that just things like that. I would love to be able to sit with somebody and talk them through something so they don't have to do these kinds of things that will make them feel like crap the next day. 
Yeah. And I think like Crystal brought up a great point earlier talking about like self-love and loving yourself is. That's where that goes hand in hand. It's exactly relationships with ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's a very important relationship. That's probably one of the most important relationships that you have. Yeah. And also like the hardest relationship to mend. Like if you think about mending relationships with your friendship or like with your friends or your significant other, you can just patch it up and kiss it. Okay. And move on or whatever. But with yourself, it, we're so much harder on ourselves than we are on other people. And I love the saying that it's like, treat yourself the way you would treat your best friend because <laughs> no one else is going to do it. You have to do it yourself. And it comes from within. And I feel like women are taught to push that down and they're taught to not love themselves and, you know, try to be this other person for this significant other that, may or may not come and it's also totally fine to be single like Mm -hmm. that's when you learn the most about yourself I feel like those years that I was just hanging out with friends and making friends and focusing on those relationships that's where I grew and that's where I found who I was so then I could step into the world as my true self and just attract whoever was attracted to it Mm-hmm. Yeah, and see, so you're lucky that you were able to do that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of done that at the end, but it could still happen. So, yeah. you know, it's interesting. I think it's even cooler that you were able to, you know, you have grown like you have in the past like 10 years, you know, and how you were able to do that within a relationship and still like come out. I feel like you and dad have come out of the past 10 years stronger than you went into the past 10 years. You know, like you said, you love him more all the time, but I feel like when you have been like stepping into your space and becoming like your true self and figuring out what you like and what you love, like, I think that dad has just fallen in love with you all over again. seeing you just like be yourself you know yeah I mean I and so I do I have I've done what I've wanted I've proven to myself that I could do certain things like complete that crazy class that real estate class um which I thought I could never do um but yeah I have done all that and sometimes I wish that maybe I wish he had done it a little bit more. Like he doesn't really have his hobbies like, Oh, but he has actually fishing. He's becoming yep. a, a fisherman and he loves fishing now, which is great. Cause that was the one thing, like he didn't have any hobbies. He didn't have anything that he liked to do. He didn't hunt. He didn't really hang out with his friends. The only thing he had was sports. And I always felt badly about that because, you know, it's good to have other stuff. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I had my art and, things that I like to do my gardening stuff like that but but, and that's important too I think you need to have something something that you enjoy on your own even when you're in that relationship so you can separate once in a blue moon yeah so also passion is sexy so if you're passionate about something (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) gets me going really passionate about basketball. <laughs> Crystal, don't talk to me like that. I can't handle it. <laughs> That's great. No, I actually do make Oh, pottery. well, I just got a pottery kit today in the mail from my mm-hmm. kids. Oh, that's so yep. exciting. Yeah. I feel like with dad too, with his like not having hobbies growing up, uh, like growing up, I guess he's still growing up. <laughs> I've never done growing yeah, up. Yeah, I guess you grow until, you know, it ends. <laughs> and then who knows what you do after that? You might just like blossom into something we can't even imagine. <laughs> but I think, yeah, dad has definitely been very focused on just like supporting us and supporting our family and I think he takes that role very seriously. I also think that one of his main goals in life was to provide the life that he has provided for Olivia and I and yourself and himself. And I think that, you know, 
at the end of the working is when we get to see the fun guy again when the super fun guy comes back because he's still fun yep but when he can smoke weed again he's gonna be real fun (laughs) maybe he'll sing for us that's my fondest memory is when he, we used to go on vacations when we were very young and he would sing his heart out in the car. Oh, and it was, it was, it was really because he was just happy and relaxed, you know, mm-hmm. but, but he does love his vacations and he loves to take you guys on vacation. Yeah. Be yeah. nice when we can stick our feet in the sand again. Oh yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> I was reading the other day and she like described the warm sun on her skin and the warm sand on her feet. And I had to close the book because I got jealous. <laughs> I was like, I can't, you're making me very jealous right now. <laughs> so you said dad singing makes you happy and thinking about that. And do you want to talk about his poems that he would write? <laughs> Little poems you would write in cards. <laughs> it's so funny to me. It's funny. Actually, so we're cleaning the house out because we're fixing everything up. So I've cleaned every drawer and I've come across a lot of those cards that I've saved because he would write inside a card for every birthday, Valentine's Day, the craziest stuff. And I'm like, really? Because you would never think in a million years meeting this man that he's going to write this stuff. I love you so much. You're so beautiful. But, you know, just like amazing. Right. Yeah. It's so funny, but yeah, maybe I got my writing from him and we don't even know it. <laughs> funny. Cause I did find them and he, he wrote in, I don't even know what the, Oh, birthday card. Yeah. But I found them while cleaning and it's a reminder. So it's kind of fun to like, just come across one of them once in a while. Cause some of them are old, like mm-hmm. very old. It's, it is funny. That is funny. Hmm. It's, I didn't even think about that. It's a fun little treasure hunt. Yeah. yeah. Our house is a treasure hunt. <laughs> Throw anything out. And you had a daughter that has no attachment to material things. <laughs> so whenever she's like cleaning something, she's like, do you want this? I'm like, no, I don't. It's okay. <laughs> Except for this time around, I did have a long list of things so, i guess i you know attached to material things ah. <laughs> i box them up and save them and someday i'm gonna make you go through them <laughs> it's been a long road it's been interesting there's been a lot of ups and a lot of downs but you know what at the end of the day it's a good thing and yeah i'm looking forward to many many more years you did give advice to young girls before about trying to stick to being yourself, but for someone who is in a relationship and isn't sure if it's worth the time or energy, do you have any advice for someone to like, to see, I don't know, like a little thing to look for, you know? I mean, I would say if you are sitting and waiting by the phone or just planning your life around maybe that person's plans or what they are suggesting or they're not taking any of your ideas into consideration, I'd say it's not a good thing. I mean, I spent a lot of time in that relationship sitting and waiting. I didn't do anything I wanted to do because I waited and waited and waited for someone to call me and say, okay, this is what we're going to do. And I wasted so much time in my life. And I also think that eventually as a human being, you realize, yeah, I ain't going to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And you just, you just get to that point where you're like, "Eh, this isn't good. This isn't good. Sometimes you need a little push from your friends or maybe you meet somebody who makes you realize that it's not the right way. But yeah, if if you're spending more time waiting and 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 being sad and not smiling and being happy. Yeah, it's time to move on because Mm -hmm. there are plenty of people out there that are going to 
love you for who you are and uh, laugh when you laugh and laugh at your jokes and you laugh at their jokes. And I mean, there's just so many people in this world. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's maybe take some time to find that person, but I mean, if you like yourself and you love yourself, you'll be okay between people and, and, and meeting people and, and finding that person. Mm-hmm. Like you said earlier, I think that's important because loving yourself is definitely a hard thing to do sometimes. Yeah. But it's never too late to start loving yourself. You can always start. And if you need a little push, we're here to help. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks so much, mom. I love you. And I'm really happy we had this conversation and we didn't talk about sexual intimacy. (laughs) Another time. (laughs) Maybe just you and Crystal can have that conversation. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you so much, Nicole. Uh, You had some really good insights and we love hearing from you. Uh, Hopefully we'll have you again on again soon. Well, thank you very much, girls. And I love you both very much. And let's all get through this winter and maybe we'll hang out soon. Huh? Yes, I hope so. Good. I love a hug from both of you and oh Rena, who yes. is warning us this whole time. It was Aww. amazing. It was perfect. Perfect interview. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.